This is Tao Tao Tasi, part five, in the storm. Thanks for listening to the Red Rice Podcast. Tao Tao Tano, people of the land. Tao Tao Tasi, people of the ocean. But I think before we became the people of the land, we were people of the ocean. Most of the audio you hear of Paluleri is from the day after the Chelu Festival in March 2023. I recorded it while at this really cool rental property on a steep hill in San Marcos, California. The B&B was dope. It had these huge boulders right in the center of the home, and the architects had to build around the boulders like a natural centerpiece. The kids were jumping and climbing on it like a jungle gym. I was invited by Tan Rita Pangalinen, the managing director of Guampedia. The talented Guampedia team hosted my family at this place. They called it their Guma for the weekend as they were visiting from Guam. It's at this Guma where I met Larry for the first time. We laughed at the same jokes, shared the same indulgences, and spent quality time getting to know each other at the festival. So after the festival, I grew the courage to ask Larry if we could sit down for an informal and recorded conversation for this podcast. He agreed and brought me to a part of the property that overlooked the hills. And we sat at this small wooden deck where the break in the trees exposed the sunset. It was beautiful and a very peaceful place for a conversation. Except for someone like me who's trying to record for a podcast because it was so windy. During this first part of the interview, I was beating myself up because I wasn't using a windscreen to block the big gusts of wind that were coming from the east, over the hills, down through the valley, and then out to the ocean. I knew the quality wasn't going to be what I hoped. I eventually got out of my head, stopped focusing on perfectionism, and started listening to what Paluleri was saying. There is a lot of um, legends and stories that link you and I and the islanders as people of the ocean. You know? And some of us, like we, I can trace my lineage that takes me back to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Because that's Sogafru. That's where, where he took my lineage down at the very bottom of that trench. So you had like big movies like Avatar 2 and you had James Cameron trying to go down to the trench. Couldn't do it and they they need a local navigator to give them permission to go down. For those who don't know, James Cameron is a very talented, creative director, writer, film producer who did movies like The Terminator, Alien, Avatar, Titanic. I pause here because Paulo Larry bringing up James Cameron reminds me of an interview that James Cameron did on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon back in 2014. James Cameron, welcome! Welcome to our show and thank you so much for being here. You and your team have, have just have made history. You've done something historic. And, and what and what a, what a so great, it appears uh, you you made your own submarine. You made your own. You go because yeah. you, you want to go to the deepest part of the ocean. Everybody acts like that's strange, but you know when you, you yeah, no one makes no, their own submarine. I never get this from kids because <laughs> kids say, "Well, why wouldn't you make your own submarine and go to the bottom of the ocean?" You know, yeah, they, I guess so. They yeah, get it. The, is, the, is the Mariana Trench? Yeah, that is yeah. the deepest because. That, that's where the deepest part of the ocean is. Yeah, Mariana Trench is long. It's about 1,500 miles long, and there's a, a part of it called the Challenger Deep that's the deepest place on our planet. And how deep it is? 35, 
35,800 feet, something like that, about seven miles. And little, you, you were there? Yeah, yeah, I checked it out. I touched your arm, yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I get to do that too, right? <laughs> Jimmy Fallon was giddy when he touched James Cameron's arm. Throughout the whole interview, he idolizes Cameron for building his own submarine and traveling down to the deepest part of the ocean, the Marianas Trench. They're calling Challenger Deep. I share this clip not to be a hater, but because I actually appreciate it. As I'm sitting here interviewing someone with the connection to the bottom of the deepest part of the ocean, they have the bloodline, the intuition, the language, and the skills to validate it. And like Jimmy Fallon, I was also hella giddy, idolizing this humble poor master navigator of the sea, Larry Radigo, as we sat on the wooden deck. It felt like I was gifted the presence of an ancient, but he was right there in front of me, tau, speaking tau, tano, to me. people of Present. the land, tau, tau, tasi, people of the ocean, but I think before we became the people of the land, we were people of the ocean. I appreciate Paul Larry sharing this insight into James Cameron's journey to the bottom of the trench. Because you won't find anything about it. I tried Googling James Cameron, Indigenous Knowledge, James Cameron, Micronesia Permission, James Cameron, Mariana's Trench, Master Navigator, Challenger Deep, Local Knowledge, Mariana Trench, James Cameron, Po, nothing and no contextually relevant results. However, something that does show in the results is about how their crew was getting governmental permission Quote from the Science Daily on March 6, 2022. Permits of the Challenger Deep Research were secured from the Federated States of Micronesia. The majority of the Marianas Trench is now a U.S. protected zone under a 2009 proclamation by George W. Bush that established a Marianas Trench Marine National Monument and gave management responsibility to the Fish and Wildlife Services in consequence. The roots is facing so many challenges. But as we know, our ancestors were always very resilient. And I have a feeling that in the end of it, whatever knowledge you and I, Rita and everybody have from the outside and we contribute to the ancestors, at the end of the day, they, they're going to be the one to tell the rest of the world, we told you, you need to honor the planet Earth, this is our home. We told you, you don't need to, you know, I've had revelations of my own where I stand on the balconies of high hotels in Manhattan and I look down and I said, wow, this world, this industrial world, this new world is so busy doing all of this, but it's so dependent on something else that they can't do, they can't control. But in the islands, we want to be in control because we know that the nature will always provide for us. When I sit back and think about the roots of this knowledge, I think about the ancestors and the people today who learned it, shared it, and preserve it. To be this connected to land, sea, sky, and creatures is inspiring. 
This way of life is a tribute to the remarkable harmony between indigenous peoples and the environment. While some may see it as beyond the realms of their understanding or even fantastical, for me, it activates curiosity and empathy. Curiosity because I want to find more ways to contribute. And empathy because the health of our Mother Earth and her climate is essential to Micronesian navigation and all of us. Thank you all for your hard work and pass it down the knowledge of our culture in all the ways that you do. Thank you, Sijuus Masse. And Sijuus Masse to you, the culture ambassador, the community leader, the social justice advocate, the talented artist. Thank you for building the bridges that connect our people to our culture. As the storm comes to an end, I took a moment to really marvel at the forces of nature around us and our ability to carry on in the midst of a storm. I'd imagine that only a few people get to experience the full fury of a storm. And while it may not be pleasant, it is memorable. And like this storm, our people have survived so that we can thrive. Thank you for listening to the Red Rice Infinity Podcast, Tau Tau Tasi, Part 5, In the Storm. I'll see you next time in the deep.